Hello everyone, welcome to the Discussion After Experience podcast with Kelsey Collins. Today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Peyton Collins. I'm a sophomore at St. Cloud High School and I play varsity basketball and volleyball. So I'm not going to say the specific topic of what we're talking about today because I would, I, would like I would like for you to explain that to us. So would you mind going into depth about what exactly happened on the night of November 27, 2018? Yeah, definitely. It was a, definitely an experience in my sports career, especially from a young age. And um, it was back in middle school, I believe in eighth grade. And we had a big game against Narcusi Middle School, and I was like super into the sport. But... Um, And <laughs> it's okay. No, it's uh, definitely a it's definitely an experience in my life that had me traumatized for a while. But it was a volleyball game, and it was an important game in our playoff season. And it was around the second set when I hit my head, and it got a severe concussion. Can you explain how exactly, what were the movements and what happened to lead to that? I was in front row going up to hit the ball, known as an attack, but most people know as a spike. And me and my teammate, we end up going up for the same ball because it was a bad set where we go up to hit and we end up colliding in the air. but. Mostly, my head got hit the most with his elbow and then his knee. But then all at the same time, he tried to catch me from landing bad on the floor, which he caught me around my waist, causing me to snap my, like, whiplash my head back and hit the top of the head on the floor. And after that, it was just sort of just, I was out. And... Everybody said I was out, like I passed out and I was on the floor for a couple minutes. But then the feeling was once I got back up and I opened my eyes, was it was just loud, dizzy. Felt like the world was spinning and I couldn't really see that well because it was just a bunch of lights and a lot of echoing going on. And they carried me off the court, well, attempted to, but... I was struggling to walk. I couldn't really feel my legs or anything. I, I couldn't have any speech or anything. I was struggling. But once they carried me off the court and sat me down, I was just confused and really lost. Like, empty, really. And, you know, it was a scary feeling because I didn't even know anything or anyone. Like, I had no... <laughs> it's okay. Keep on going. I understand it's hard, so you laugh. It's it was just really traumatizing. And the first person that came out to me was my principal back in middle school. Um she really like was asking me questions and it was just getting really like frustrating because I didn't even know what she was asking or who she was or who I was personally. And you know, I, 
at that moment, a couple of minutes went by and I only trusted her because I was the first person I'd seen and that's the only person I really knew at the time because that's the first person I, I trust. And they, my coach came up to me and she said she thought I was bleeding everything and she looked at me and she said I looked like I was dead or something. And it was really emotional because I can't process anything or understand what's happening at the moment. Okay, so what you're telling me is that the first person you saw, which was your principal, was a person mm-hmm. you automatically trusted and the only person in that moment. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely a wild night because it was hard because there were so many things happening and I couldn't understand anything. And she was the only person I trusted, but we only had so much time together because people didn't understand what was happening to me personally. They all thought it was just a little concussion, but it was definitely more severe. And they were wondering how they could transport me to the hospital if they should call an ambulance or my mom take me personally. But what they didn't understand is I didn't even know who my mom was or my sister or anybody that was in the car with me. And my mom is freaking me out and she's freaking out and everyone's freaking out because I don't know anything. And and I'm really like in pain and very scared too. Like very scared and my head's hurting. But my mom's freaking out and she said she was speeding the whole entire way to the St. Cloud emergency room. And it was just a lot because their car was so packed People next to me telling me, asking me questions. I was getting frustrated. I didn't know. I didn't trust them. And at one point, I was looking at the lights from the streets, and I just started getting really dizzy, and I passed out. But my cousin in the car with me really had to slap me and wake me up because I'm not, I wasn't supposed to go to sleep or close my eyes because they didn't know if I would go into a coma or just not be able to wake up. And I, and I really just was frustrated and just scared. And once I got to the ER, they put me on a wheelchair, took me in and asked me questions and nobody could answer, especially me, because I didn't know anyone or anything at the time. Do you, it, since your principal was the first person you saw, do you wish it was someone else? Or do you think everything went the right way? Well, of course, as of, like, now, I wish it was my mother because that's my mother and that's definitely the person I trust the most in my life. But with circumstances, there was nothing I really can do about it. And I felt bad for everyone, especially my family, because, you know, I'm their older sibling or first son, and they see me not knowing them or knowing anything. It was definitely emotional, especially in the ER laying on the bed and not knowing who they are, and all these people there saying they're praying for me, but I don't even know who they are or what the prayers are going for. Do you regret playing that night, or do you think it led you to who you are today? Mm, I definitely believe it led me to who I am today, because as of today, I'm much more thankful and realize that anything can happen at any moment. The unexpected, you can get hit from the blind side out of nowhere, especially in life. And I feel like it made me more aware 
of my surroundings and I feel like I had a bigger, stronger connection with my family, especially with my uh, my mom and my older sister because they're the ones that helped me guided through therapy and everything, get back on my feet and back to who I am as of today. Do you still continue to play that sport, volleyball? You know, there was a lot going on, especially with my doctor, um, Dr. Gibson. She was she was telling me I was very lucky and that I need to be more careful if I want to play this sport. She, she told me it probably wasn't going to happen. I'd probably have to stop. But as an athlete, nobody wants to stop. Like, you can't stop, it's especially something you love the most. And that gets you through things. But I didn't want to take no as the answer. So I couldn't play for a good year until late freshman year. When the season came in spring, I felt like I was uh, ready, but it took a lot of rehab, a lot of time because I had to learn how to walk, how to eat, and how to like get my mindset. And really with the concussion, it just took time, time in bed, time in the dark, time alone, really. And it took it took a lot, especially from me, but someone shouldn't be able, someone shouldn't have to go do that. But with the mindset I had, I knew it was going to get me somewhere and there was a purpose for it. So what you're telling me is that you experiencing that made you more driven to playing volleyball? Yeah, it definitely made me more driven and especially with basketball too. You know, I really love the sports and it really helped me get through things. Like as a person, it's my place to release emotions. But it, it gave me a, a big drive to prove everyone that I can. Even though nobody wanted me to, they weren't doubting me, but I felt like people were trying to end it there for me, just saying I couldn't. But I didn't want to take no as an answer, of course. I'm guessing you had a lot of support after everything, would you like to describe that for me? Like who and how they supported you? Yeah, um, I definitely had a lot of support from my family, all my close friends. A lot of people really came in and I got closer with a lot of people, especially at school. And the whole, everyone worked with me and knew what I was going through. But as if family-wise, I felt like everybody came together as one. It really helped me step by step get through it, especially with my mom and my family in the same household. They always took easy if I asked them for things, asked for help, they always helped me. If they see me struggling or like getting really emotional, if things getting frustrated, they always pulled me to the side and asked and made sure they were there for me and made sure I was okay. And it felt, it helped me a lot, especially through the days of before school and what they knew what my mindset was and what I wanted to accomplish. And my mom really held my hand through things. She she really had to step out of her lifestyle just to make sure mine was gonna be okay. And most of my family really came together. Some had to babysit me, help me, and take care of me at their own household. So it was pretty funny because everyone had their own like schedule of who was going to take care of Peyton going on the family. They had a whole group chat about it. 
and family, I mean friend-wise, they all came to visit, made sure I knew who they were, and made sure the memories were still there and growing, and it was really fun, like, I want to say the experience wasn't fun, but the connection-wise and the afterwards events, it was definitely very fun, I have good pictures, good memories with them. So it definitely made you who you who you are today is what you're saying. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely made me who I am, and until today, I had the same friend group that was there with me from the occasion, and I stay connected with all of them. So it it changed the way you looked at things for the better. Yeah, it definitely did, especially nowadays with this whole COVID thing. Um, I feel like. It's definitely, it's okay being quarantined, but you know, it's, it's felt kind of the same in a concussion, but at least I knew who I was quarantined with and, and we're all going through it together. Do you have any advice for someone that might have gone through something similar? My advice to anyone or any person that is going through the same thing as I did was definitely just keep on going. Take your time. You need to stay relaxed and get get yourself right before anyone else. If it takes time, if it takes a year, if it takes every moment, if you just be in the room, off your phone, and just resting, I, I will definitely advise it to you. Don't ever try to skip a step. You can't get to your goal by climbing a calendar and missing a step. You have to take every little step to reach the goal safely. It was great interviewing you today. Do you, you have you. any last words? Um, I'm like, this was definitely fun, and I was happy you were here to interview me today. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, well, I guess this is goodbye. Till next time. Till next time. See you later. Bye-bye.